Hello, humans, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 114. I feel like I haven't been here for a little bit, so that's crazy. We are recording on uh, Monday, uh, September 20th, and I am joined today by the one and only John Swanson. How are you? What up? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. I have this weird mosquito bite on my, right on the knee, so it's extra itchy. Oh, that's annoying. Very much so. Well, let's get into the lowdown. If you want to be a part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on, you can reach us on Twitter at MNGamersPodcast. Um, if you don't use Twitter, which, why aren't you? You can send us an email the old-fashioned way to podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. And also, that is our website. So go check it out. We have uh, monthly newsletters that happen, which I don't know if we sent one out last month or this month. I think we're taking a break. Yeah. Just tired. But we still have a really good one from the previous month. So definitely go check the previous ones out Um, and sign up for newsletters. Uh, So it's mngamers.substack.com. And yeah, I just already mentioned back issues. Um, we do have that Google number or the phone number to call us where you can also put the questions into there as well or just say hello. And that number is 507-291-2991. Yeah. Um, what are you playing? What has been going on? I have been missing everybody for a while. What's going I know. on? It's been a long time. Uh, I've played a lot, actually, because I think it's been so long. And I thought... I think last time when I recorded with Chris, I had forgotten to mention that uh, I played and finished Axiom Verge 2, which is, Mm, of course, a sequel to Axiom Verge, which I don't know if you're familiar with the first one, Angie, but it's basically a Metroidvania in the style of Super Metroid, Axiom Verges. Um, So I guess the thought was that Axiom Verge 2 would then be a very similar game in uh i guess my thought was that it would be a metroid style uh like samus returns kind of or uh super metroid kind of 16-bit kind of thing and actually instead it's more similar to a castlevania game um which i wasn't aware of at all and i haven't really paid played a ton of castlevania games but uh I actually really enjoyed it Um, from this has been like two or three weeks ago. I really should have talked about it when I recorded with Chris the other week because I'm I'm having a hard time remembering the details. But you can uh, alternate uh, occasionally between or eventually between like a main character and like a droid and you have different powers. And as with most Metroidvania games, you're kind of going from one place to another looking for power-ups in order to get to places like, I mean, the, the concept is there. Like you can't get into one area until you have blank and then you go into a different area to find blank and then you can go back and Mm -hmm. it's just uh, back and forth. And it was really fun. I think a lot of people were disappointed because they were expecting a Metroid style game and not so much a Castlevania style game, but I thought it was kind of like a nice surprise uh to so not get what you were it wasn't an unfortunate surprise it was uh no oh, this is actually really cool yeah i was kind of disappointed at first because it wasn't what i was expecting but then uh once you got used to the fact that it's just not what you 
thought you wanted you know i mean nintendo does that to us all the time and this isn't i mean i played it on switch and it's published actually i don't think it's published by nintendo or i don't know who publishes it one guy makes it um but anyway uh Mm -hmm. nintendo frequently doesn't games yeah tom hap uh nintendo frequently gives us not what we asked for but what we didn't know that we wanted you know what i mean so um I guess like Breath of the Wild is a perfect example of that. It's not your traditional Zelda game, but it was loved by several people because it was uh, so much different. So um, I don't know if you're a fan of the first Axiom Verge, don't let the reviews because it's not similar to the first one. Um, Like dissuade you from giving this one a shot. Yeah, because it's totally worth it, I would say. I was was saying, I was looking at the um, pictures and it looks actually really, really cool. And I could see how you mentioned it has that Castlevania feel. Yeah. Despite and, the pictures. Yeah, and I haven't played a ton of Castlevania games. I actually just bought, I think I tweeted it out, or maybe I just sent it on the um, Slack or something, but I just actually bought Aria of Sorrow, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow for my um, Game Boy Advance. I haven't oh, yeah. started playing it yet, but I figured that would be a good one for me to kind of uh, see what it's all about because I do love 2D platformers. And um, yeah, like I said, go check it out. But um, speaking of 2D platformers, I also played a game. I think I've made it clear that I've been excited for called Fist, F-I-S-T, Forged in Shadow Torch. And I played the shit out of this game. So have you ever played a game like... I think I've put like 35 hours in this game and I haven't uh, like, I don't, it's fine, but I didn't like love it. Have you ever done that? Uh, no, I, I've played games that I liked uh, and just played them a lot. I've played games in a sense where I'll play them for a little bit. And if I'm not into it, I'm like, Oh, I'll just play it for a little bit longer. And then I eventually just want to know what the story is like, but not all the time. I think it's maybe happened once, maybe. Yeah. So, and it's not that it's a bad game. I just think it's it's too it's difficult for the sake of being difficult, and it's not challenging in like a way that like like a Dark Souls game is challenging because you are approaching. You have to be meticulous in how you approach like certain situations, and this like basically just throws a bunch of stuff at you. And occasionally it makes it like ridiculously difficult for the sake of being difficult. And it's not like super hard. I've just finished it actually today, but um, it's just, like I said, difficult for the sake of being difficult. Um, It doesn't have a lot of fast travel points, which I found frustrating when you're, because again, it's a 2D platformer Metroidvania style game. And I'm just like one of those completionists where I'm like, oh, I want to get the map to a hundred percent. And it's just frustrating Mm -hmm. that I have to constantly there are like five transport points and it's annoying to have to keep going from one to the next, like, or one and then like have to hoof it to the next one in order to get to a different place. So it's just kind of, it was frustrating. I think it could have used a little bit more um, fine tuning. Yeah. But it's still a fun game and I put plenty of time into it. Um, and the combat's more, you have basically three weapons. You have your fist, hence the name. and then you have like this uh drill type thing that you get and then like a whip electrified whip 
um, and you can upgrade them and that kind of stuff. And the combat's very... I felt like it was kind of like a fighting game almost because it's 2D and then you your combos and stuff, you can be you can swap weapons in between your combos and shit. So there's a lot of there for like creativity of like how you approach combat and stuff, but I just I don't really think it was utilized very well. I don't know. It yeah. was a fun game if you're not I mean if, again, if you're into two D platformers, there's just so much stuff to play right now. I feel like nobody's like hankering for new games to play just because there's so much like if you're on if you have game pass like i mean a ton of games just came out like in the last week or two yeah um, to keep your time so i feel like nobody's really looking for a ton of stuff to play because there's so much out there right now so i was i'm watching a little video just to get a little background one of these enemies looks pretty crazy i'll say that much it looks like on for fist yeah it looks like um like a big worm, but made of different parts. Oh yeah. Interesting. Anyway, but the fist is like attached to you in a mechanical way. Yeah, It's Uh, like a backpack. It goes over the shoulder. Yeah. And it just hangs back. That's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And you're a rabbit. I think it's funny that all the things that you just listed (laughs) there, you forgot to mention that you're a rabbit (laughs) and like all the other characters are like rabbits and raccoons and, rodents other not just rodents i guess there's like a yaks in there and stuff so it's kind of weird it's uh made by... why not a rabbit no yeah exactly i mean we're talking about video games so i don't think we need to uh <laughs> like be worried about uh the realness of anything but no. it was a fun game and then uh, i've also been playing monster hunter rise a little bit which is a lot of fun. I don't know those games. If you've never played Monster Hunter Rise or Monster Hunter World, those games are just a certain level of like the the loop on this particular. I don't really care for live service games, but this particular one will it has me. Uh, the Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise games get me pretty good. Yeah, I feel like there's a whole lot of people that are into those games. I still have yet to try it. I want to because I've heard from previous people I've encountered. Um, oh, you should definitely try it. It's a really fun game. And then you guys mentioned that didn't is it Monst- is it Rise the one that came out on Switch recently? Uh, Rise. Yep. Was- yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So- but I think I don't know if it still is, but Monster Hunter World was available on uh, Game Pass. I was actually going to check right oh. now and see if that's still the case, but. Um, that's the case and you've never played it it's certainly worth giving it a shot because it is pretty fun oh for sure but that's it what have you been playing i um i believe it was mentioned the last time i was on it's been a little while so i can't remember what was said but um that i had recently acquired from a super friendly person a playstation 4. sounds like a saint Whoever let you borrow that. <laughs> so I've been playing um, on that Cyberpunk, which I haven't played for a little bit um, because after I met Johnny Silverhand and things got a little crazy, I needed a break because that was a lot of stimulation uh, for me. Yeah. But I've been playing a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn as of late. It's so good. And it makes me so mad that there's, 
games you can play on this console and this games you these games you can play on this console, but you can't play them on the opposite. <sighs> yeah, but the struggle whatever. is real. Yes, I see why they do it. I mean, it's fine, whatever. But this game is just so awesome, and I I got into it fairly quickly, and I I I'm getting deeper and deeper into the game, and I'm coming up to these new machines and you know they have their weaknesses which is oh if you use uh shock or if you use tear or this or whatever it you know helps get rid of whatever it may be on them right i went through the game with just one bow i didn't like get a cooler war bow i just had one simple hunter bow and i'm like i could have bought from a merchant a super cool war bow with all these metal shards oops it would have just made things so much easier but i was just like i could do it and i tackled it and i i beat whatever i was trying to tackle but it's just i could have been a little bit more easy i feel like if i would have purchased other things yeah, I don't. Anyway. Th- I feel like it doesn't do a great job. I can't remember exactly what it is, but I do remember having an issue with the same thing. Like where I got to a point and I was like, "Oh shit!" You mean I could have upgraded this or changed this or whatever? And it took yeah. me a long time to figure that out. It doesn't tell you. The only thing that it talks about is towards the beginning-ish. Um, you meet with a merchant and you um, buy you buy a trip caster, and that's it which is awesome. I love the trip caster so that you shoot a wire that is electrically, you know, so it shocks whatever yeah, trips yeah. over it. Um, but that's it. So I had that and my, I think it was a hunter bow. Yeah. For the longest time and nothing else. Nice. And I was Did like, you cool, think- I got fire arrows and I was super happy about the fire arrows, but I could have gotten a, a war bow and had like the arrows to um, that had higher tear count on it, so then I can oh, blow yeah. off their pieces. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's. Uh, I forgot about that part where you like blow off the outer armor to like mm-hmm. reveal their weak spots and stuff. That game's so awesome. It's such a good game. Did anyway, you finish it or? No, I didn't finish it. Oh, gotcha. I'm traveling to many, many places far and wide. I just got more information about like who made the machines and um, went to, I think it was like the main building that the corporation was in. And you could, there was like this visual that popped up like a holograph, hologram, whichever word. Anyway. So anyway, it showed like two people, the woman that is possibly my mother and the dude that made all these machines and had like, um, military contracts in which this woman wasn't happy with. She was trying to make a more like Greenpeace type of world and make the planet better. Yeah. So anyway, um, he messed up, and the, the the machines are were trying were starting to attack people mm-hmm. in which they weren't designed to. And she told him he fucked up and he had to sign something for her to fix it. And apparently it was a, something she did, but I'm on the mission now to figure out what she did to fix it. To fix those machines, to make them not 
kill a bunch of people and make the human race extinct, which is super crazy to me. Cause like you're walking around this world, right? And it's, mm. you're like a part of a tribe, but there's rusted out old cars just laying there. Yeah. Or like massive buildings signs, and massive stuff. buildings. Ice yeah. Paper. Like stadiums. And it's just crazy to think about if it were to be placed in today, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know if it was just my attention span or what, but like when I played that game also, let's see, that was 2017. That was before my son was born, but uh, I just, I don't remember following the story very well. Like I remember what you're talking about, but I can't remember exactly what happened. So I'm definitely when, before the next one comes out, I'm for sure going to have to watch like a spoiler cast or something about exactly how it went down. Yeah. I'm super excited for the next one to come out. Yeah, it's going <laughs> like, to be great. I need to get a console. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you've been playing anything else? Uh, oh, nope. That's honestly, that's all I've been playing. Because it's just so good. Can't get away yeah. from it. And oh, I don't I, blame you at all. You said that you were like, yeah, that's all I've been playing. I'm like, well, that's there's nothing wrong with that. It's a fantastic game. Like, I think <laughs> I I platinumed it, and it took me like 50 hours. It's a, it's yeah, I should really, actually look to see how many hours I'm into the game because i do a lot of like scavenging i will say like foraging maybe even better word but yeah um i always i just like to explore stuff but i'm trying to hide away from the super hard machines because i don't want to have to defeat them if i don't want to right right but yeah anyway so that's all i've been playing some pretty fun new stuff i would say yeah let's see what do you got um so over at kotaku by ethan gok gotch gotch, i think gotch my apologies uh what we've heard about a quantic dream star wars game now what the heck does that mean have you, do you recall, like, uh, well, you're just getting your hands on a PlayStation. I think Heavy Rain was like, uh, Heavy Rain was a PS3 exclusive, I think. Um, I mean, it was a PS3 game, but I can't remember if it ever came out on PC or other platforms. Um, but it was, and then Detroit Become Human just came out a few years ago, 2017 or 18, maybe. I think 2018. Um, and they're basically just like narrative not necessarily choose your own adventure, but it's kind of trying to think of a good like comparison. They're very narrative driven. The kind the like game director um, is kind of up his own ass. Sounds like a complete douchebag, but that's great. A lot of well, a lot of people <laughs> really enjoy their games. I I for one could not care less that they're making a star wars game i guess i just don't really get into their i kind of wanted to play detroit become human but like it's free on playstation and i might someday if i'm super bored but i doubt that'll happen it's just not really my style of game it kind of reminds me of like the 12 minutes game that just recently came out or mm-hmm. i'm trying not necessarily even like i mean there are gameplay elements to the game it's it's just they're it's more narrative driven and they're like a uh, heavy rain was a lot of quick time events and stuff like that. And, um, 
the stories are just like, in my opinion, kind of very heavy handed and over the top and uh, they might have good points, but I feel like they're not well implemented, I guess. So I, I, I mean, I'm all for it. It's more Star Wars is cool. Like this is just not in the wheelhouse of what I want from a Star Wars game, but I don't know about you. You are want a narrative adventure game for a Star Wars game. Are you a big Star Wars fan? I mean, yeah, that's why I'm just confused as to, like, why why do they want to dip their toe in a Star Wars? Do they just want the money from a Star Wars game because they know that that's it, there's a huge following there? Or are they just, did they have a really good idea and they want to flow with it? Well, I guess, I mean, it's probably a mixture of the two. I think a lot of, having a good Star Wars story, I think a lot of people probably have some pretty can come up with a good star wars story and now that the license is open to for more people than just ea to make games off of it like who knows what we'll get so i'm sure it'll sell well as far as narrative adventure games go but um yeah i mean more power to them i guess yeah i like i want more star wars games i like star wars and if you i miss the days when like ps2 era where we got like bounty hunter and uh, Battlefront and uh, what else like TIE Fighter and all these random games that were released on PlayStation back in the day. I kind of want that back. Want right. all the all the bad games and good games. <laughs> all the bad games and good games. Well, but anyway, I, yeah. Congrats to them. You know, yeah. It, look it looks like they've that. been working on this for a year and a half. So obviously they're not doing it just for you know shits and giggles. They're actually doing it to make a good game. Um, cause yeah. it doesn't say any release date, obviously, and it's going to take another year, probably more. Um, and they did say yeah. it's going to be more action focused perhaps, mm-hmm. or it could be more action focused. Maybe that's just an assumption because it's star Wars. I'm not sure, but anyway, yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. More action gameplay and possibly even open world and multiplayer elements. That's what it mentions here. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm particular with Star Wars stories. If they, like, I've seen some where it's like, meh, I don't see why that was even relevant. But then there are some that it just makes it really good. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. See how things play out. But uh, I think there's more shocking news here to uh, unfold. Mm hmm. Uh, the U.S. government now investigating Activision Blizzard Bobby Kotick subpoenaed so kotaku also by zach zweisen zweisen sorry if i butchered that as well zweisen uh, i'm just correcting you for fun thank you now 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 i am (laughs) but uh yeah so the securities and exchange commission has launched an investigation into the publisher's handling of harassment and abuse allegations what the fuck yeah exactly that's uh, I don't understand, like, not just the CEO or whatever of a gaming company. I mean, any company. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, it's, for one, you're just an idiot. You don't you do not do shit like that. But especially in a gaming community when women are trying to put their, themselves out there. Um, and I don't know if this was specifically towards women or not. It could be men as well. But I will say, like, with, with women in the industry, they're trying so hard to get you know, 
their names out there or at least get their foot in the door that when shit like this happens, it just makes them not want to. I would think of in part, maybe not fully, but still like it's not, it's not good. No. And I feel like they're just trying to like avoid it. Like it's kind of like the elephant in the room they, and they're just they have kind of been this entire time with Activision Blizzard, haven't they? Like there's been yeah. things happening, but they're like, oh no, they just shove it under the rug type of yeah, thing. Exactly. And they're just kind of waiting idly by hoping it'll pass over. And it just seems like, and for, I'm glad it's not passing over. I'm they saying, just keep getting hit like over and over and over again. And I feel like they're going to have to make some serious changes uh, soon in order to, um, get past this and i like one of our early uh our when we started the newsletter or whatever i wrote an article about the overpaid ceos in video games Mm -hmm. and uh bobby kodak is like at the top of the list next to ea's uh ceo and the amount of money that dude takes home on like an annual basis is just fucking criminal like when you consider like how underpaid some of the employees are and mm-hmm. what miserable environment they like, what a piece of shit dude that guy is like to yep. allow this shit to happen underneath him and be a profiteering off it on an annual basis. Like to the extent that he is too. like, I mean, you're talking about tens of millions of dollars annually uh, celebrating and dancing in the, uh, you know, sadness of other people. And that's not even exaggerating because I'm pretty sure it was mentioned that some uh, poor girl killed herself because of the harassment that she was receiving or she, something (sighs) happened and she uh, got picked on for it at work and uh, ended up killing herself. And it's like, people are profiteering off this shit and it's horrible and something has to happen about it. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, that's really sad. And uh... I, yeah. I hope that they continue to keep digging deeper and deeper and get all of this shit figured out because it just can't continue on and keep happening. Yeah. It says that the Wall Street Journal explains that SEC is investigating to figure out whether Activision and its executives correctly and adequately disclosed allegations of workplace harassment and gender pay issues to investors and other related individuals. And that these disclosures happened quickly enough, according to the documents. I'm going to so, go out on a limb and say they did not do yeah. that. <laughs> no, because they're going to say they did, but there's no there's no way they can prove that. Right, right. So, yeah, kind of fucked up. But hopefully something will be done with that. So when you get the SEC involved in, like, fucking with other rich people's money, then they're going to want that motherfucker out of there just as bad as everybody else does. As soon as it's... You know, the, uh, the you bring the guy, the stock price is going to, is undoubtedly going down. And I'm sure that's not going to change anytime soon. And soon oh. enough, it's not just going to be like people like us calling for this motherfucker to go away. It's going to be the investors as well. So it, it is. Cause it says here later on in the, in the article, investors filed a second lawsuit against the publisher in August over the timing of when Activision Blizzard disclosed this. Uh, it's ongoing problems with sexual harassment and discrimination. So they knew it was happening, failed to report it adequate on an adequate time frame, probably. Oh. Yeah, not good. Well, uh, that's that's it's just hurting the company, and then the investors going to be pissed off about it. And well, 
hopefully there's a better CEO and hopefully it's a female. There's definitely a better one. There's no doubt about it. There being oh, yeah. a better one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, why don't we talk about this happy story that you found? Oh my gosh. I'm I'm kind of excited. Um, I need to refresh this situation first because it's not showing up, but I seen this on Twitter. Um, Kotaku again, it's just a Kotaku day. Just let it happen. So, um, by uh, Isaiah Colbert. Colbert. I was going to say that, but I was like, Colbert doesn't sound right. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, so a YouTube duo, I don't know who it is yet, but um, YouTube duo found 100,000 of vintage video games in a hoarder's abandoned house. So, hoarding, if nobody is familiar, which most people are, but it's you just get a bunch of stuff. It's not that you necessarily use it or need it. You just want it in your possession and then you just pack it in your place and you just keep on doing it until you barely have a walkway through your home to go to the damn bathroom. And even then your bathroom is probably piled up and you're using a bucket outside. Um, That's besides the story point. But anyway, so they found all of these games and they just, they got permission apparently to go into um, this person's home. It's an abandoned home to go through the stuff. And they found a bunch of video games and they are, um, they found a treasure trove of factory sealed video games, including a mainstream um, one, Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. Ooh, I've heard and that's also, a great game. And uh, Dragon Guard for <laughs> PS2. Yeah. And uh, there's also a limited edition Resident Evil 4 chainsaw controller. Like, what the F? Oh, that's sweet. It's definitely uh, go to Kotaku on Twitter. I think it's just at Kotaku, to be honest. But anyway, and then click on this article and watch. There's a there's a video that they have out. There's a part one and a part two. But anyway, it's yeah. just insane. I mean, hoarding All looks. I mean, hoarding's a miserable thing, and I feel really bad mm-hmm. for the people that are afflicted with it. But uh, oh, yeah. or with the habit or whatever. But um, this is pretty cool as far as the the games that they found and stuff. Like, I can only imagine a Wind Waker. In the, I remember that gold box. I have had that, you know, back in the day. So that's very cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. I, um, looks like they have found quite a bit of things, which is really interesting. But, um, some of them wrapped, I'm assuming maybe some of them not, but I mean, it looks in really good condition, but the home they were searching through was not good yeah. condition. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, but it says during their spelunking, uh, one of the one of the people, um, they got bitten by a brown recluse spider, and oh, there was another person. Um, he is sure he got scabies on his leg because they went in with shorts. Yeah, it's a bad idea, man. You don't do that oh, ever. Do they sell ever. that show hoarders? I remember, I've watched a couple episodes of that show, and it's it's just bad. It's all bad. It's. You don't know what you're going into, especially in a hoarder home. So yeah. wear shoes, especially thick ones. So if like you step on a sharp object, it doesn't go through the sole yeah. of the shoe. It's and like pants, high socks, like maybe a like fucking you're... hazmat suit or I mean I maybe know. I think they have them on Amazon. Yeah, 
The last when I saw the last episode of Hoarders, probably the reason I stopped watching is they were like scooping like dead cats oh. out with a shovel that had been oh. there for who knows how long. Kitties. It was so sad, but. Oh. Um. Anyway, what do you say? I'm gonna throw this last news story in real quick before we go because it's uh where we went very quickly. It happens when there's only two of us. But I yeah. heard uh the other day probably on kind of funny games daily or something that about this new controller that nintendo uh that got leaked from nintendo or not leaked from nintendo screen rant i'm reading an article from scott baird at screen rant the a nintendo fcc filing refers to what appears to be a nintendo switch controller but specific details will be kept confidential for six months i think it's 192 days or something where random like that that the uh yeah march 16th 2022 is when uh, it is okay for this to be public knowledge, but um, Pause I don't know. What... Where where is this article? Am I missing it? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, I didn't <laughs> put it in the doc, so it's uh, okay, probably like, real hard for. I'm just talking. I'm not I know, sharing. like I can listen to you. That's fine. I just don't want to follow well, along. This isn't. Sh- this is not good sharing. There you go. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, oh. like, uh, you have the okay. you have a pro, do you have a pro controller? A pro controller. I mean, please. No, I don't. I need one. But, um, I have seen them. This, uh, I like this controller. It doesn't look that that's, bad. If That's the pro, Angie. That This one is a pro one? This isn't yeah, a yeah, leaked yeah. one? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm missing things then. Yeah. So the... Where, it's not on here. It's just the FCC leak that they uh, had a oh, for the patent for it. Oh. So well, it's either so they're saying a that's... new one or, as I was like, uh, you know, speculating before we started recording. Perhaps it's like one of the new ones that they release alongside new online games like when they did it for nintendo entertainment system they released the nes controllers and when they did it for the snes they released the snes controllers perhaps they're doing that for who knows the n64 controllers game boy game boy color i don't know can you imagine an n64 controller something nobody has asked for for 25 years three things now (laughs) i would love to see an N64 controller again. Those things were awesome. Awkward, but awesome. Yeah. Secondly, if it says here they have, re- it looks like it's a patent for a design, possibly, that they have released. Um, let me see here. Da-da-da. Oh, okay. So it's okay. So it's possible the patent controller design could be significantly different from the switch so it might not even look like what you're used to or the switch pro of what we're used to yeah so it could be a totally different form factor which is great so i'm speculating it could be the n64 thing or a different oh, yeah. maybe it's like a i don't know you know how they make like the what are they called the elite xbox elite controllers yeah like maybe it's one of those i doubt it yeah. because i don't think nintendo would make one of those but who knows yeah. Um, 
but I, I think I, I want to bust out my 64 now and that you mentioned it, but, um, <laughs> well, it's 1080 yeah, but, snowboarding. Oh my gosh. I, I have, I think, um, 007, I think Goldeneye. I think oh, I yeah. have that one. And, uh, like a Mario party and another Mario game and a couple of other, I think I do have actually the 1080 snowboarding game now that you mentioned it. It's a classic. Uh, the other one, the other thing I was going to mention is if they're going to be, if it's a new design of any sorts, even if it's not like a Nintendo Switch controller or like the Pro or whatever, if it could upgrade the, the drift, I know it can happen with Joy-Cons, like it's not like you're ever going to get rid of the drift, but you don't really have drift issues with, as far as I'm concerned, I never had any issues with drift with my Xbox controller or the PS4 controller. Ouch, yeah so maybe that could be because apparently with the um the pro there still could be some drift issues there so i don't know if it's just a design that nintendo has or what yeah for sure that's weird yeah we'll see that's cool yeah so anyway yeah i don't we don't have any questions i think next yeah anyway we don't have, we ain't got no questions this week i will okay so one thing I want to add, the um, this was like a couple weeks or so ago, and I just haven't been on for a while, but I don't know if I mentioned it the last time either, but the um, Xbox had came out with a limited edition Halo Infinite um, Series X. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a controller. Yeah. I, I tried so hard to lock in the pre-order for that series x it didn't work out well you know that's kind of hard to do oh it's very hard it was like oh it was a lot of almost getting it and then like no you're not getting it yeah so it was a roller coaster of a day but it's fine especially when the bots are so sophisticated these days like i swear to god that's what it is yeah 100 percent. i'm sorry (sighs) whatever anyway maybe next generation Maybe I'll find it on eBay for like a hundred thousand dollars or something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, um, that does it for our show. I think, I don't think God, we have anything else to add. No. We don't have any questions. Sadly, people send them in, please. And thank you very much. Uh, but thank you for joining us. And, um, I hope that you could continue on jo- joining us, bring your friends or tell them to listen to us as well of wherever you listen to us at. And, uh, but, John, yep. let people know where they can follow you and read your fun tweets. I am at Johnny Samsonite on Twitter and Nugtats on PlayStation and stuff. Ah, that's right. I need to add you on a fr- as a friend on there. Yeah, I think I sent you a Fed request, but I never checked those things, so maybe I didn't. I don't, I don't know. know how to check it. So. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of funny. Like now that we're getting so removed from consoles just being the thing that you like pick up and play game like playstation just released this update and i'm like i don't really follow any of this stuff like yeah i mean that's not entirely true but like aj and i were trying to play a game the other day and we were like wait a minute do we do what do we do now like we do (laughs) this and then what like it's just like (laughs) yeah and it's not that it's too convoluted it's just that we don't I don't use it that frequently for social purposes. So it's harder, I think, if you don't to be familiar with what their offerings are. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I know that um, 
when Halo was out and big and they kept coming out with their games like one, two, three. Uh, it was huge to be like, oh, I had me as a friend on there and you would meet yeah, people exactly. online and like it was just a huge thing to do it. Now you're right. It's not as much at all. If yeah. anything. Um, anyway, rant over. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Dollar Smalls. And once again, if you want to contribute to the content, you can please send us any emails or a message on Twitter, whatever it is. The email is podcast at mostlyvenwellgamers.com. Um, Twitter is at mngamerspodcast. And sign up for our newsletter. Um, maybe we'll send out another one or so, but we, you know, much needed break sometimes is helpful with people getting super busy. And I feel like that's everywhere these days. But thank you, everybody, for being so patient and still sticking with us. So we really appreciate it. Um, but those can be found at mngamers.substack.com and leave us a five-star review and bring a friend. Maybe that might be fun on wherever you listen to us at. That'd be great. But, uh, that is, that is all we have for you today. So have a fun day, play some games. Let us know how you're doing with those games, what you're playing. That's always fun. Uh, bye. Bye. Good work.